0: Yeah, thanks for pulling the plug on that. Uh, This is Harlan Williams. You're on the Harlan Highway. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here, man. It's really cool to have you here. Um, What a show we got today. We're going to be talking a little bit about that uh, horrible shooting. That happened in Colorado at the movie theater. A little bit of a serious topic. We're going to uh, talk about the serious side of that. And then on the other side, we're going to talk about maybe the funny side of owning guns. Not killing, but just owning guns and how kind of ridiculous it is. And maybe answer some of the questions as to why we have these horrible, senseless killings. Um... We're going to be talking about doggy clothes. Do you dress your dog? Uh, Do you name your car? We're going to be talking about that. Do you have a name for your car? Are you swimming this summer? Have you been doing cannonballs? Um, And here's something. Do you believe in dragons? I had a run-in with a real live dragon. Terrifying. Wait till you hear it. I recorded some of it. It's all documented. Plus, hot versus cold right here on the hottest podcast ever, the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, bruh? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the harland highway this is your fucking wake-up call man you're riding down the harland highway with harland williams in 30 seconds you'll be dead and i'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes you are driving down the harland highway and have you personalized your car hmm a lot of people do that, don't they? That's a little creepy. Hello, people calling their cars names. Oh yeah, old Betty here. Uh, she's got a hundred thousand fifty miles on her. Yeah, she just rolled over the other day. Yeah, uh, would you just give it a gender? She's a real beauty. Yeah, I put uh, lipstick and eye mascara on her, and uh, we make out in the garage. She's a real beauty. Yeah, we're going to have a special night in about two weeks, candlelight dinner, and then a little bit of that (laughs) hood. She won't be a beauty for long. She's going to be a slutty. I don't know, man. You don't name your toaster, huh? Oh, that toaster, that's Mabel. She's a beauty. She'll toast you up real nice, yeah. Put a muffin in Mabel. Oh, she's a toasty beauty. It's kind of creepy going to give your uh, vehicle a name. Give it a name it deserves, like, yeah, there's my friend uh, She Breaks Down a Lot and Costs Me a Lot of Money. Or, yeah, say hello to Bald Brake Pads McGee. How about Yeah, this is my ride. You might know him as Broken Air Conditioner Costing me a fortune to fix Unreliable Gas Guzzling Weasel That's what I'm gonna call ya. Oh well. I better get going. I got a, uh, Candlelight Dinner thing I gotta get to in my garage. Uh, I got a new girlfriend. Her name's European sports car with some rear-end posse. Hello. It's Harland Williams. Uh, On the oh-so-sexy highway. Kersplash. Okay, so it's summertime, and you're probably swimming. You're probably in a pool somewhere, or you're in a lake, or maybe you're in the ocean, and maybe there's a raft or a diving board or just the edge of the pool or a rock. And a bunch of people are in the water splashing around, swimming, having fun. Yay! yay. And then all of a sudden, someone from the back of the lawn or from down the beach or from up on a l- diving board, you hear, Cannonball! Right? The old cannonball yell? And someone comes flying through the air, jumps up as high as they can, tucks their body into a ball shape. Not really. And splashes into the water and makes a splash. And can I just say the cannonball is the most overrated water gimmick in the world next to, you know, the killer whales at SeaWorld? I mean, first of all, your, your your human body cannot go into a ball shape. It it looks more like a uh, curled-up baby kangaroo in a pouch. So maybe it should be, baby kangaroo! Right? You go flying through the air like a little fetus. And then you hit the water, and, you, you know, you always, there's always this great expectation with the cannonball. You know, ooh, Uncle Harvey's going to do a cannonball you know, and they fly through the air and splash and, and you know, in your mind psychologically from a fun perspective and from a hijinks perspective you think there's going to be like a big like four or five foot rolling wave that just knocks you out of the water or, you know, twirls you backwards. Like you ever go in the ocean and you get hit by a wave and it just tumbles you around underwater and you're disoriented and you're you're bobbing around like a fish, and it's kind of fun. I think that's kind of the promise of the cannonball, except here's the problem. It's never much of anything. It's like a big splash. It's his big announcement. It's his grand theatrical entrance. Excuse me. Clear the way Will I prepare for my cannonball. Please, everybody, everybody, please look at me. I'm about to do a cannonball, and just in case you can't hear me over there in the back, here it is, cannonball! Run, 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 run. And it's always like a little, it's, it's, it's barely a wave. It's like a ripple. It's like a little hump, but it's, it's not even as big as a speed bump on a road. You know, the the main thing you get is the splash, like from where the body goes underwater, there's a splash that goes straight up into the air, you know. But I think what you want to do with a cannonball, the desired effect, is to smash into the water. And ideally, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to create this tsunami that's going to knock everyone in the water like 100 yards out into the sea, you know when I when I resurface from under the water after my cannonball, there's gonna be you know bodies draped over the uh, the, uh, the, the the eaves troughs. It's gonna be a couple of kids up in a tree. It's gonna be uh, you know shoes and, and and deck chairs everywhere. The swimming pool's gonna be half empty because who knows where all that water went. But now it's kind of like a little blip, and everyone screams and yells, and it's over, and no one really gets much anything. And I guess I don't want to ruin it. It's kind of a fun water tradition, but I'm just, I'm breaking it down. And so what I'm saying is, why not just buy a real cannon from an old pirate ship, light it, aim it at the swimming pool, and then yell, Cannonball, AND WATCH THE LITTLE CHILDREN'S BODIES FLY THROUGH THE AIR THE WAY YOU ALWAYS WANTED THEM TO. HEY, MAN. SOMEBODY TOLD ME THAT LAST WEEK WAS NATIONAL BUY A GUN DAY. DID ANYONE KNOW THAT THAT'S WHAT IT WAS? BUY A GUN DAY? I MEAN, DO WE REALLY NEED THAT KIND OF DAY HERE IN AMERICA? The gun happy country of the planet. What a day! Everyone, go out and buy a gun. Shouldn't we be putting other types of days ahead of buying weapons? We've got Martin Luther King Day, we got Arbor Day, we got Mother's Day, Father's Day. I mean, don't you think we should put like Grandfather's Day or Grandmother's Day ahead of Buy a Gun Day? Haven't they earned a spot? They've lived so long, only to get killed by a gun. <laughs> hey, it's gun day. Hey, better take my forty-five into work. It's gun day. You know, it's kind of like uh, career day when kids bring their parents into uh, into school. You walk into work on gun day. And isn't that coincidentally the day you go in and ask your boss for a raise? And you use that old, hey, look at my gun. It's gun day. I want a raise. Go ahead. Make my day. I don't know, man. I think I'm going to stay home on buy a gun day. Call in sick and just hide under my bed. Baskin Robbins day. I'll come out for that one. Some nice ice cream in the park. Watching the birds fly by. Ooh. I guess somebody thought it was gun day. <sighs> hmm. Ah, yes. The God-loving gun. And I've been holding off on this. I, you know, we all know what happened in Colorado a few weeks ago. Uh, tragically, another demented uh, kid... Uh, unloaded a uh, arsenal of weapons on a uh, you know a bunch of innocent human beings and uh it's just so sad it's so sad that 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 uh you know people act out this way they uh they take out their frustrations in life they take out uh their their uh their feelings their bad feelings uh, about life on, on the world. They act out by, uh, you know, entering public places and, and shooting people, disrupting their lives, ending their lives, changing lives forever. And, uh, it, it's just sad. It's very, very sad to see. And, uh, you know, you gotta wonder about the psychology behind it, um, you got to wonder why these kids that do this or grown men or women or whoever do it seem to want to stage it in such a place like a, uh, public, uh, a public, uh, mall or a public, uh, gathering. And they want to stage it so that they, they get a lot of attention. They, they want it to be grandiose. They want it to be almost like a, uh, a production. You know, in this case, apparently this kid even dressed up like the Joker or something like that. Um, And they know people are going to talk about it. They know they're going to get media coverage. And so it's almost like they're at a point where, you know what, their life is lousy. They don't got anything to live for. They're kind of at the end of their rope. And they're like, you know what, time for a little panache. Time for me to have my uh, moment of glory in the sun. The only way I can do it is to shoot other people dead in cold blood. You know, because I, I think if there wasn't a payoff at the end of this, if there wasn't the media attention, if it wasn't, you know, going from obscurity to everyone in the country knowing your name, you know, overnight... I don't know that there would be a motivation for for people to act out in this way. I think I think they're lacking something in their life obviously, and, and maybe they see this is their moment to be etched into the history books. This is their this is their big final act. This is their grandiose moment front and center stage. Look at me bang 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 bang. Here I am Everyone know me. It is I And they know it. They know they're going to be emblazoned into the history books for all the wrong reasons. But nonetheless, they're never going to be in a movie. They're never going to be the first guy on the moon. They're never going to be someone who invents something. Uh, They're never going to be the president. And they must have an inert sense of this that early in life they're not going to accomplish much. And like you know what, I don't want to put in the work. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to have to audition. I don't want to have to uh, you know um, run for uh, 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 for office. I just want my fame and glory now. And then you know what? Put me in a jail cell, and uh, you know, demented women will write to me, and uh, maybe I'll even get married in prison, and. You know, my name will come up on the A&E specials that they do on serial killers and mass murderers. I'll be on the History Channel and the Discovery Channel, you know, those crazy little documentaries they do. They'll have pictures of me and tell my whole life story, and it'll be great. You know? And it's sad. And, you know, I got to say, too, as far as the media coverage... Do you you place a little blame there? I mean, I I can still clearly remember the the day that 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 shooting happened a few weeks ago. And it was like, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed, every news show, every cable news show, you know how they break it up as like Bill O'Reilly and Wolf Blitzer and... Katie Kurt, they all have their like hour-long segments. You know, Sean Hannity, all all these uh, these different correspondents, and each and every one of them, from like six in the morning to like midnight, spent their whole hour recounting, reliving, redocumenting this whole movie theater shooting. And it's like, God bless those poor people, and what a horrible tragedy. But you know what? Tell me the story in the morning. Maybe run it again at lunch. Maybe run it again at 5 or 7 o'clock. I don't need a whole day of it. And you certainly don't need a whole day to be uh, perpetuating the uh, the demented uh, image of the guys who, who did the shootings, or the guy in this case. So, uh, funny, funny, uh, world we live in, man. Hopefully, uh, we get through this phase of civilization, and, uh, there comes a time when things like this just do not happen. Not funny, nothing funny here, just a little running commentary, um... And, uh, you know, God bless the people that were killed. Uh, I don't know if you're religious. Say a prayer for them. And uh, say a prayer that this kind of stuff just stops. So there you go. Something to think about. Now, let's get back to the funny, okay? Come on. Let's lighten the mood here. You know... Sometimes it's hard enough to tolerate human beings that are into the fashion stuff, you know, to kind of wear it flamboyantly and think they know everything there is to know about fashion. I can almost handle the human beings, but what I don't need to see are people dressing up their dogs, okay? I don't need to see a chihuahua in a raincoat. And a little yellow rain hat. He looks like he's going out to fish for lobster off the coast of Nova Scotia. You know what, if it's raining, leave your chihuahua indoors. Okay? He steps in a puddle. He's a goner anyways. He's so small, he'll probably float away, man. And I don't need to see a cocker spaniel with sunglasses on. I don't need to see a big, fat, British bulldog in a little Scottish kilt. And I don't need to see a little tiny Shih Tzu in a little pink getup. Okay? These are animals, people. Nature designed animals. And guess what? Nature gave animals a fur coat. They're already wearing fur, you morons! I wonder if animals' dogs just feel like the biggest idiots when they're walking around, dressed like lobster fishermen and ballerinas and surfers. I wonder if in their head they're just going, Holy God, someone get me to the Humane Society and put me in the gas chamber. Just make sure you take this crap off me before you put me to sleep. Don't bury me in this stuff. Whatever you do. I'll come back from Doggy heaven and bite you in the ass. I mean, come on, man. You don't see animals in the wild dressed up. You don't see giraffes wearing pajamas. You don't see hippos wearing spandex pants. I mean, come on, people. There's no such thing as a dressed up animal. Just ask the penguins. Wait a minute. Oh, well, I guess I lost that one. And wait a minute, speaking of critters, and I'm not talking about dogs anymore, speaking of animals, do you believe in mythical animals? Do you believe in serpents and dragons and unicorns and sea serpents and things like that? Well, I think I can prove there's such a thing as a dragon um, check it out, okay? Check it out. I think I have uh physical proof that dragons exist, okay? So um I had a leaky pipe at my house. Okay, it was an outdoor faucet, it was one of the outdoor faucets, and uh you know, there was water coming out of it even though it was turned off and blah blah blah. So I had to call a guy up and uh he goes, oh, yeah, I can, I can fix this, but I'm going to have to turn your water off, man. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Turn my water off. So he goes to the main valve, right, turns my water off to the whole house. You know, I got no water for about six, seven hours, and uh, no, no problem, right? So later in the day he goes, hey, fixed it. You're all good. Water's back on. You're good to go, man. And I'm like, awesome, dude. Here's your $3 million for, you know, four hours work. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So uh, I go back in the house, and I'm just, uh, you know, minding my business. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll uh, cook up some spaghetti for dinner. So I walk over to the tap, and I turn it on. And I come face to face with a real live dragon. Listen to this. I caught it on my iPhone. I recorded this dragon invading my house. Gosh, you hear that? It's crazy, right? So that's the, that's the uh That's the air. When they turn off your water, all your water pressure goes away. And your uh, pipes, your water pipes fill up with air. So I go to turn my, uh, there there it is. I go to turn my water back on and it starts spitting and spraying. it sounds like there's a, there's a, like an angry cat up in my pipes waiting to squirt out of my sink. Right? It's like I got a—it's like I got a puma, like a mountain lion, cornered in a tree. And he's up there, like, right? I got a—I got a—I got a friggin' Wolverine with rabies up in my in my tap. I mean, all of a sudden, a nice sunny afternoon goes to How to Train Your Dragon at my place, and the water's spraying. I was like, It's shooting out and like, it's like bullets. Like these jets, you know, jettisoning out of my tap. These these little blasts of water and like (laughs) things hissing at me and growling. I'm like, ah, oh God. I'm afraid of my, my, uh, my bathroom now. I keep it closed. Danger. I put that yellow police tape. Don't go in. People are like, hey man, can I take a leak? No, don't go in there. Oh no, don't open the door. <laughs> People are running for their lives. It's hilarious. And this went on for a while. Like, it wasn't a couple of little hisses and growls. I mean, this thing was pissed. Like, I had it backed into a corner and it had a thorn in its foot or something. <laughs> Easy, easy. Now to brush my teeth, I gotta go in there with a top hat on and a and a whip. Ah, <sharp inhale> easy. Ah, <sharp inhale> it's like a lion taming show in there now. So just a little warning to you people, because this thing this thing caught me off guard, took me by surprise, man. Just be ready, okay. After the plumber's been to your house and shut the water off, just be ready for your pipes to be friggin' angry. Your tap is not pleased. It doesn't like not having water in it. And it's going to let you know. So put on some protective eye gear. Maybe bring a shield. Maybe a lance. Maybe a suit of armor. And be ready to do battle... (laughs) With the dragon in your drain pipe. Are you feeling warm or are you feeling cold? Do you live with someone who's not in the same temperature zone as you? You know what I mean. You live with your girlfriend, you know, you like it nice and warm, and she likes it nice and chilly, and she's like, I can't sleep unless the AC's on. And you're like, well, it is the middle of February, baby, and there is a small family frozen to our front lawn right now. I don't care, I can't sleep unless I feel the AC flowing. And you know, that's leading to a huge fight, so you go, Alright, I'll turn the AC on in the middle of February! Ow! You turn it on, and man, two hours later, you wake up in the middle of the night, you look like Jack Frost! There's icicles dangling from your nose, and your eyebrows are white. Your fingers are like frozen like claws to the edge of the blankets. You can't get those blankets over you far enough. You roll over in your bed and it crunches because it's frozen stiff. There's little footprints from mice in the frost on your pillow. And then you go to roll over to her to get a little warmth. You're like, okay, what do they teach me at survival school? Oh, yeah, cuddle up to a human if you're starting to get hypothermia. So you roll over and grab her and you're like, ow! What the hell is this, a corpse in my bed, man? Feels like uh, someone put a uh, life-size popsicle in your sack. You put your arms around her and you get stuck. You ever see these kids lick a pole and their tongue gets stuck to the pole? Oh, Yeah, rule number one when you're picking a partner, get someone who's in the same climate zone. Don't get someone who understands your religion or your morals or your money. Get someone that you can acclimatize to. Because it's going to get mighty chilly if you don't, polar bear. Ah, oh, but isn't that the beauty of relationships? All those little discrepancies. Hmm. Do you like the little discrepancies? Are they funny? Are they charming? Are they cute? Or do they just annoy you and dig deep under your skin and get worse and worse and worse? I don't know. That's a tricky road to travel, isn't it? When you get married or you, you move in with someone, even date someone long enough. Little little things that, uh, you know, at the beginning you overlooked or the uh, beginning you put up with or you, you grew tolerant of. Do you find that some of the little things they uh, they do are now, like, really annoying? And when you reflect on it, you go, what was I thinking? That This is like a deal breaker. How could I have dated this person when I knew they did this? This is a deal breaker. What, I, 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 I would never date a person like this, and yet I've been with this person for four years. What was I thinking? What's wrong with me? I don't like it that they sleep underground or whatever it might be, you know. Maybe not something that drastic. I don't like it that they're a vampire and they drain 12 quarts of blood from me a week. It was cute at first, but now I don't like it. I don't like the undead aspect of our relationship. Um, But, hey, it's all fine-tuning, you know. It's all part of the human experience. Um, And if you don't like it, end it. Um and that's just a clever way of me saying, you know what, we're at the end of the podcast and I have to end it. And you're like, "Screw you, I'm going to suck your blood so you can't end it." Well, too late, it's ending. Um uh, but before I go, just let me say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for riding along the highway with me. I hope you're you're getting some insights, getting some laughs. Maybe a little knowledge, maybe a, a little of uh, lack of knowledge. Who knows? But it's all here, food for thought, as I say. Uh, I'm just happy you're uh, you're joining in, having a blast doing the uh, podcast for you, and uh, and that's it. We're out of time today. So, um, uh, what do we got? I, t- I usually take summers off, so I don't have a lot of um, you know stand-up comedy announcements for you guys. Um, I'm going to have some cool announcements for you coming up in the fall. I have a new TV show coming out in the fall. That's a little teaser. I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet. I'll wait till we have an air date, but uh, it is awesome. It's one of my most favorite TV shows I've ever done. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna tease you with that. Um and then uh don't forget you can join me at Twitter at Harlan Williams. Uh Twitter.com at Harlan Williams. You can go to uh Facebook backslash Harlan Williams and get on the page there, talk to other pavement pounders. You can write me at harlanwilliams.com if you want, or you can call and leave me a message 323 739 4330. And uh, you can check out our store, buy some merch if you're uh, so inclined. Got some great deals, some great stuff to make you laugh, make you smile. And uh, that's it, man. That's all we got for today. Hope you had a good time. Uh, Watch out for your angry faucets. And uh, until next time, my friends, you know the drill. Chicken, chow mein, baby. Here we are, children. Come and get your lollipops.